everybody. I'm Jim Ford. I'm Mark Marble. And this is The Lantern Cast Presents The Greatest Toy Podcast. Episode 2, or Volume 2, Episode 2. <laughs> volume 2, Episode 2. Yes. Less than a year after our first episode. We're back! <laughs> this and is what we said last time, too. Every year we're back, because <laughs> it seems like it's been so long ago. <laughs> if people do remember. We, we could we could just call this a relaunch. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be yet uh, yet another another reboot. It's like a, it'll be like a, in five years when so some moron gets the idea to do do yet another version of Hellboy, which will fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like everybody likes first episodes, so we could uh, we can call this Volume Three, Number One. <laughs> That's another possibility. Yes, it's where it's our re-relaunch. And then, uh, <laughs> but we've had toys on the brain lately, so we figured since we weren't quite ready to go back to rebirth, this seemed like this seemed like the gateway drug in the meantime. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, this one lets us talk about you know more things. So that is true. So that's that's nice. Well, and, and and it's you know fairly current because it's you know stuff that's coming out around now. So I think uh, jumping right into it, uh, we'll tackle some of the San Diego Comic Con exclusives that they've announced. Sounds good. Okay. Now we're gonna start with uh, NECA because uh, I don't know. I think these are probably just a little bit more ripe for conversation aspects. NECA is putting out, they've got a few different ones. They have a, a box set of uh, Ninja Turtle movie figures. They have um, uh, an It figure of uh, Pennywise, um, a Karate Kid figure of Crease, a T2 figure. It's Ultimate John Connor with his dirt bike. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how ultimate that gets, but, you know. Maybe it comes with syringes and pills. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I'm sorry, that would be the ultimate Eddie Furlong figure. That would, well, that would be the ultimate Eddie Furlong figure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With Dirt Bike. That's right. Um, and then uh, there's two DC Dark Horse figures. One is Superman versus Aliens, and the other is Batman versus Predator. So um, I guess uh, it would actually make better sense if we do alternate these um, what you call it? The uh, Ninja Turtles set. It comes with four figures. It's the Shredder from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie from way back in the day, and uh, movie Splinter and two movie Foot Soldiers. It comes with a weapons rack and a whole bunch of extra weapons and stuff like that for your Ninja Turtles. Um, it's pretty cool looking. I. I you know, it, it, I don't collect these, but no, it's definitely fun to look at. Pretty pricey. <laughs> what, what are they? What are, what are they going for on this one? One hundred and twenty? A one twenty-five? Yeah. Well, you know, the box sets that they've been putting out have been in that area, like a hundred to one hundred and twenty-five for a four-pack. Uh, I guess with all the extra weapons and things that they're including, they're justifying the extra. $25, but I, I honestly, like, they don't make a lot of these. They're actually not allowed to make a lot of these 
because they don't have the master license for Ninja Turtles. And they can only sell these at San Diego Comic-Con because they don't have the license to do it outside. Like, they have, like, all these special permissions just to sell movie figures just to San Diego Comic-Con and only in a limited batch. And they always sell out regardless. So, honestly, like, I'm kind of hoping that next year we'll see, like, the Ninja Turtles 2 set with uh, Super Shredder and Toka and Razor. More foot soldiers instead. <laughs> Let's have uh, we'll continue our great the pattern of two figures you might care about and two figures we know you don't. <laughs> yeah. Somebody. Yeah. Well, I think last year it was it was all four. Actually, I think last year was four figures, four Ninja Turtles, and then they also had like a bad guy set with four villains. That sounds familiar. We might have talked about that. I'm pretty sure Probably. we did talk about it. Actually, it sounds very very familiar. Yeah. Go back and listen to our first episode, people. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't. I, I know that these are definitely in demand amongst uh, the Ninja Turtle toy collectors. So, um, no, they they did a great job. They're definitely, you know, really neat. So, do you want to take the it figure, the I'll Pennywise? The, I'll take the it figure because at least from a description perspective, it's it. I I I like the box and I also like the figure. It's pretty neat. Uh, yeah. And luckily it's not 125. dollars <laughs> Yeah. So this is in this is a 7th seven, 7th seven, inch figure, 7-inch scale figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been detailed in the engraved style, which essentially is it's kind of like a black and white version but with kind of with just some a lot more texture obviously. Uh it's a match, uh, so it's an engraved style to match. Comes with two head sculpts and two balloons. At least, hey, at least one balloon is in color. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a really cool effect, actually. Yes, I agree. It is. Uh, it, it's a really unique looking sculpt and uh, t- the texture of the figure and everything. Display friendly window box packaging with opening flap features, debossed printing, and foil accents. So, Pennywise will only set you back thirty bucks. A bargain. That's right. <laughs> you can get like four of these. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Pennywise. Uh, okay, next up we have uh, from the Karate Kid. It's John Kreese. It's, um, NECA has been making these uh, Karate Kid action figures where like they have like cloth uh, costumes and stuff. I think... I. <sighs> I think the bodies are fairly soft, but the the you know they they have like action figure arms and head and legs or something like that, and then cloth uh, costumes. And I mean, most of them are pretty bad looking, <laughs> but <laughs> this one no exception really. No. <laughs> this one's I mean like this one you can kind of see the likeness. Oh Actually, yeah, you can, you can, but it's still not it's not. It's not 100%, but no, this is probably one of the best ones that they've made likeness-wise, though. <laughs> I mean, it's not saying a lot, but I yeah, know. no. He looks like um, Brock Lesnar with hair. He, <laughs> he kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. A little bit. Um, yeah, but uh, from, from the Cobra Kai uh, dojo, it's John Kreese, you know, telling everybody to sweep the leg. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is going to set you back $40. I guess, I mean, this as a character choice makes a lot of sense considering that, like, he's 
popping up on the second season of the the Karate Kid sequel thing on YouTube. Yep. So for everybody that watches that, you know, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't have that channel, so I don't either. Uh, well, that's yeah. That's the icon- thing. Yeah, he, he's an iconic character from the from the series. So yeah, yeah. I, I probably would watch it if it wasn't like just on YouTube premium. That is, yeah, I, I would too. Uh, if so, if it, if, if it ever migrates itself over to a platform where I could watch for free, <laughs> I will watch it. Uh, or if I if I'm ever motivated to find it on a less than uh, scrupulous <laughs> site, <laughs> less, less than scrupulous <laughs> site. <laughs> yeah, um, but I have to be motivated to really want yes. to do that. So, uh, yeah, John Kreese isn't worth jail time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that may, maybe if you're in the Cobra Kai dojo, he might be. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Um, so I guess uh, by luck of the draw, it's almost considering my joke before. I guess it's appropriate. I get this one. <laughs> I get the T two seven inch scale action figure, the ultimate John Connor with dirt bike, mm-hmm. dirt bag, dirt bike. You get the whole set. <laughs> Whoa! Oh man! Uh, of course, this is from uh, the probably the, the overall the best Terminator movie, which probably will never change. T2. Yeah. Judgment Day. Pretty much. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, this collector's version, well, let's see, it comes with his iconic dirt bike. Iconic in quotes. I'm putting it in quotes because how iconic is it really? Uh, which comes with its own display stand. Seven-inch figure has over 25 points of articulation and also includes two interchangeable heads, removable backpack, hacking device, an endoskeleton arm and display case. Also, dis- you know, the typical display-friendly window box packaging with opening flap. But... Uh, this druggie will set you back 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's cool that he comes with the arm. It's cool that he comes with the backpack and the dirt bike. Um, uh, like, if you're collecting, I guess if you're a, like a hardcore collector of uh, Terminator figures, then this is uh, like a no-brainer. But, um, yeah, no. If you're just a casual collector, like, why are you collecting an ultimate John Connor figure? And it doesn't, look, doesn't even look like the head sculpts are that good. Yeah, not really. Not really. They've they've put out a, a regular John Connor figure in the past. So, like, that's that's kind of the thing that is it, – it makes this even more of a head-scratcher. Like – you put out a John Connor figure. Like, do you? Does anybody really need an ultimate John Connor figure with his dirt bike? Uh, I'm I- sure that iconic dirt bike. <laughs> yeah, the iconic dirt bike. Yeah, I don't know. No, uh, but I I don't think so. At, at fifty bucks, I'm sure that there's going to be somebody that buys this just for the arm, the cyborg arm, or the robot arm rather. Yeah, somebody who wants or somebody somebody who wants to recreate scenes and they already have Arnold and it's like Yeah. Oh, go now. <laughs> it's like I don't see the Yeah, it's this wouldn't be on the top of my list of T2 Terminator figures to get. Yes, the arm the arm in the case is awesome. But, uh, okay. Other than that, no. So, next up we have um from the DC Dark Horse um crossover comic of uh 
Super. I think it was Superman versus Aliens and Batman versus Predator. But wasn't it actually Superman, Batman versus Alien, Predator? Remember that I actually think there was actually two different se- for for Batman versus Predator. I think there was more than one. I think there was okay. Batman versus Predator. I think Batman versus Predator and then Batman versus Predator Two or something. Because I ha- I have one of them. I have one of the the, com- the graphic novels. Um, okay, so, and I think then there must have also been a Superman, Batman, Alien, Predator. There could have been. Because don't forget we also had which I just found in a bag with other comics. They had the Green Lantern versus Alien thing too. Oh yeah, that I remember. Yeah, it was less than stellar, but no, it was it was the only thing unique about it was the fact that Kyle was the one that was the killer instead of <laughs> instead of you know Kyle you just the way they kind of switched that you figure it'd be more likely Hal style to want to wipe them all out and Kyle want to save them, but at the end of the day, just to, spoiler alert, that's not how it really went. <laughs> you know, you've ruined it. I know. I'm nobody go needs, back in time. Nobody needs to read it now. And nobody did. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, the first up we have it's uh, Superman versus aliens. You get you get a um, a Superman figure and you get an alien figure. Superman comes with uh, an interchangeable head where he's like shooting heat vision at the alien. That's a kind of, kind of a neat effect. Yeah. Um, and uh, an alternate uh, pair of hands. I, I mean, like overall. Like the Superman isn't really great. I mean, like I guess it's it's more reminiscent paint style of that particular comic book. So I guess if you really liked that particular comic and you really wanted a Superman done in that particular like art style, this is right up your alley. But honestly, it's not really one of the greatest ones. So. I, I this, this is definitely not a, a must buy for me for this this Superman figure, and the alien figure is like super generic. Like they put it's out nice. like a million, you know. It's not um not anything special. So th- this one's kind of lackluster. Um, I I would say skip it. However, you have <laughs> the the Batman versus the Predator two pack. Uh, this comes with obviously a Predator. Uh, the Predator is. Fairly, you know, fairly generic, but I mean, you know, everybody kind of wants a generic predator. I guess everybody kind of wants a generic alien too. So, if you don't have an alien, then that's that's kind of neat. Um, the uh, the predator is, you know, it's a decent figure. He comes with an alternate head without his helmet on, and then you've got Batman in his like predator fighting armor with a bat. <coughs> Batman comes with a bat. With some kind of green blood on it, and that's it. That's it on accessories. Um, As in a baseball bat, not a real bat. <laughs> yes, yeah, an actual baseball bat. Uh, the costume that Batman has is is definitely very cool. I can't imagine you'll ever see this particular costume ever done again. So this is like Judge Dread, Batman. It's it's pretty sick. I, you actually get a bunch of other cost uh, weapons and things like that um, for the Predator. Um, no, this is actually a pretty pretty nice set. Uh, let me make sure that was there anything else that came in the Superman set that I just didn't. Know? Nope, no, it's garbage. Superman set is garbage. Um, and they want sixty dollars for that Superman set. 
And for this awesome Batman set, it's also $60, but uh, it's actually worth it. Yeah, really. No, that's uh, that's a great costume. It's a and great game. Sorry, and it's also interesting that based on like what we were talking about, they actually give you the dates of this. So the original Batman vs. Predator miniseries was 1991, while Superman vs. Alien was uh, – the Superman Aliens crossover was 1995. Right. So obviously – Batman wins again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's kind of a shame because they really went all out on this Batman one. And I feel like the Superman one might even have just been a, like a rehash from their um, Superman versus uh, Muhammad Ali set. Uh, no, I think, well, that one was pretty unique, though. Well, the the head here is definitely a unique sculpt. I will definitely give him that. The head's definitely a unique sculpt. But the body, I'm not sure if so it's... They, so you think they might have used the same body, just a different finish and not that unique kind of finish or whatever they use for that? Yeah. I'm, well, I'm not... I, I Honestly, because I don't have it up next to this, I should probably look. Uh, there we go. That was a really cool set. That was a very, you know, interesting idea for a set. The the Superman figure that came in that set, the uh, the paint job. Oh wow. Well, the paint job made it look very simplistic. But let's see, looking up close, how simplistic was it really? Okay, there's no pictures up close. <laughs> um. No, I guess it is. I guess it is a new body sculpt. I guess it is a new body sculpt. Unless they took the Muhammad Ali sculpt. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. That would be ridiculous. Okay, no, it's... So, it's... This is a brand new... Wow, they actually went all out and made a brand new body sculpt just for this Superman action figure. It seems like an utter waste to me. Oh well. Well, see, Muhammad Ali's Superman set was was pretty unique. Yeah, that was great. I mean, that was an iconic cover. So, and they they just they recreated that, you know, with such uh, care and precision. It was great. Um, it's only yeah, thirty they, bucks. It's only thirty bucks right now in Big Bad Toy Store, by the way. <laughs> really, that set? Yes, in stock. Oh my god. <clears throat> yep. Huh. Marked down from forty six ninety nine. Wow. Wow. That's boxing crazy. ring not included. <laughs> Too bad. Oh wow. That's oh that's a it's a great deal. They've been having Jeez. a lot of good sales lately, so Yeah. But um Yeah, I mean the the Superman in that set is actually like even if you didn't like care about the significance didn't care about the cover just buying it because it's a unique looking superman figure uh, it, it is a really great unique superman figure because they do the like the comic shading on the figure so yeah that was fantastic this one not so much but that batman's great batman's definitely going to be the uh the one to get on this one so we should probably move on we could. 
so we can mm-hmm. put Neca to bed. Uh, yeah. All right, let's see. I want to grab something here. That's mm-hmm. maybe the Mattel stuff. You wanna you wanna do Mattel or you wanna do Batman first? That's what I meant. That's what I meant actually. I didn't. I was, just, I, I was just. I know technically the Mattel stuff is is, but I was just. It just says Mattel announces to Batman San Diego Comic Con, so that's the headline. Right. So, yeah, let me give that one a shot. Okay. So let's see. One of the one of the exclusives they're going to be doing for Mattel will be doing for Comic Con is going to be a Hot Wheels diecast set celebrating 1989's Batman, one of the most if one of the most iconic Batmobiles. Yes. Arguably, other than maybe Adam West, probably the most iconic Batmobile. I could I could get behind that. So this new guy, uh, the, the, the new guy diecast set will include the popular 1989 version, as we just said, of the Batmobile, along with a figure of the Cape Crusader, who of course doesn't look like he can any who can fit in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> But it's okay, uh, and an armored shell you can place over the car, which is cool because it obviously is meant to replica that that shielding that he that he showed off uh, when he rescued Vicky Vale. So the set was sold for twenty five and come in a collector's box, which actually looks pretty neat. Not the, the best. No, I mean, it's not the best. Well, I'm trying to look at. Do all three all three pieces? Is that all three pieces in that one box or that box? Yes. Okay, then that's pretty neat. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that you can see the armor from the display window, but it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't you definitely look. get the armor in there. Yeah, no, it doesn't look like it's it's in there for, on display. It's probably like either underneath or on top or something like that. Uh, the the box is like you've got cardboard on top and cardboard on bottom and a little window display in the middle. And then you've got like a slipcase that this thing goes in. So it, it's it seems like an awful lot of packaging. Yes, yes. Why? That's why I had to ask when I'm first looking at it. It's like yeah, it's 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 rather you give them a for effort from the perspective that it's elaborate. Yeah. Whether it's over elaborate and and kind of like unwieldy or unyieldy, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, it might be, but it's but it's kind of cool. The, yeah. Well. They've they've been doing that for a while with like these like they sell the Hot Wheels which they're just regular Hot Wheels like you know these aren't like any bigger than your typical Hot Wheel action figure or a Hot Wheel car rather um, but the the packaging is like you know twelve times the size of the car uh, and it, it's just to kind of help justify that price that they want to charge uh, of I guess twenty five dollars you said yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's cool. You're never going to see that armored version um besides here, I would think. Uh they sell the action of the the car, you know. I again, I don't know if it's the exact same car. Sometimes there's like minute differences like the one that they sell in the stores. They won't paint that like center engine part silver. Um you know, they'll have like a couple more paint apps on the, the nicer version. You get the armor and you get the little tiny Batman diecast figure that stands next to it. It's a cool set. It is a cool set. Yeah. Uh, the, arguably the action figure set might be a little tad, might be a tad more upper alley overall. And this is a, they call it the giant Batman set, which is based, you know, basically it's, it's a cover of the 80 page giant issue mm-hmm. of Batman. 
celebrating the strange lives of Batman. So this set includes four versions of Batman from the Silver Age, the classic blue and gray, negative Batman, zebra Batman, and everyone's favorite, uh, pride Batman. I mean, rainbow Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, I think zebra Batman is my favorite. (laughs) Uh, Either way, these – and the packaging is really neat on this, not just the outer packaging, but that's just the way they're displayed inside uh, the, with the windows and everything to re- replicate the cover. Yeah. So this set will run you 80 bucks. Like I said, it comes packaged in a window box, which will then in turn be, in, be inside a box showing panels from the comics that features these costumes. So it's – this goes for 80 bucks, 80-page giant, 80 bucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. The, the bat, I'm, try, I'm getting a closer look at all these. They're they're not bad sculpts. The, the yeah, sculpt, but the sculpt is okay. It's not great. It's obviously the uni- the paint jobs and the uniforms that make it that make it special, along with the packaging. Um, yeah. Actually, Rainbow Batman actually does. He he isn't. I actually probably like Rainbow Batman better than, than the regular Batman in, in this set. But I still think Zebra Batman and Negative Batman are probably the two best. But it's pretty. <sighs> It's it's hard. I mean, it depends how much depends how much you like Batman and how much you are a purist in the sense that you only, only want to see Batman looking like Batman. <laughs> Listen, if you're collecting Batman action figures, then you know this is this is going to be something you're going to go for. Um, you know, it's it's just funny because I think it was probably like two years ago, actually maybe more at this point, that Funko was doing like all of these costumes uh yeah that was like two or three years ago at this point so you know it's all kind of been done in some format or another or multiple from funko because they they had the pops they had the the mystery minis they had um i don't know they were at the mini mini pops and i don't know there's all sorts of things the the dorbs and stuff so yeah, I mean, if you really wanted a zebra Batman, you have a, a format for it already. But if you want it in, you know, action figure form, then here you go. Uh, the classic Batman, decent. Negative Batman, it's cool because it's got the semi-transparent plastic. Um, zebra Batman is uh, pr- pretty great. That's that's definitely pretty great. And uh, Rainbow Batman, yeah, like it's just. It's so, it's so garish just because it's not like an actual rainbow. Like the, all the colors are, you know, it's not that they're out of order. It's just that it starts on like orange, and then goes to you know, or it starts on yellow and goes to orange kind of thing. So not like a not like a typical rainbow. Um, makes it look a little weird, but. You know, it's it's Batman in a rainbow costume, so I guess that's what you expect. <laughs> if you expect to see Batman in a rainbow costume at all, but yes. <laughs> well, yeah. But but I know I know exactly what you mean. Mm. Also, this is a great follow up to the set that they had either last year or the year before with all the different rainbow colored Batmans. Yes, that is true. So. Correct. They've done. They have done a lot of that, but I think yeah, actually, I think Negative Batman's growing on me. I think that might be my favorite. Negative Batman. Negative Batman. Hmm. Well, 
I, you know, like the thing that I like about this is that these are like fun costumes. These are not Batman figures that, you know, the typical, like, you know, the casual fan is like, oh my God, I need to have that. You know, like, say like the, like 89 Batman, 89 Batman, like if they put that out as a exclusive, I think a lot of people would be pissed because a lot of people would want to buy that one, you know, or if they made like Dark Knight Returns Batman a a con exclusive, people would go nuts because everybody, you know, like that's one of the more iconic ones. These versions are, they're a little less iconic and, you know, people know them. They're kind of like, you know, half joked about, but they're still cool, but not like, you know, like people aren't going to like, you know, flip their lids if they can't get a hold of these. And I have a feeling that people will be able to get a hold of these if they really want to without too much trouble. So that's probably true. I guess right now I would say that's probably a, there's a really good shot that uh, you're not going to be going to, having to go deep into the black market to try these down. Yeah. <clears throat> no one's the, the word for the episode is unscrupulous. You have to go to any unscrupulous dealers or some guy wearing some guy wearing a trench coat going, "You want your Batman over here? <laughs> I got your Batman. I got right here." No, that's probably not. That's probably something that's not going to be necessary. And we discourage that kind of behavior too. <laughs> well, maybe you do. Maybe that's right. <laughs> it was a family show, so maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> that was the last version. We don't care anymore. That was the last reboot, not this reboot. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all new, all different. Uh, okay, so uh, moving on, we've got uh, also from Mattel, they've got their He-Man exclusives. Now, this to me, like, I was a little kind of shocked that they had He-Man exclusives, considering that they don't really make He-Man figures anymore. <laughs> That's why it's so exclusive. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, they they kind of like sub the license out to Super Seven, who's actually been doing a phenomenal job, and I guess. We'll talk about that, you know, a little bit when we uh, talk about Super Seven, but the, um, you know, they're, they're still doing some weird random exclusives, and they are still doing the um, the miniature, uh, the Mega Constructs figures. So it's kind of like um, the Mattel version of Lego. They're Mega Constructs, and you can get like different sets and things like that. They don't have any Mattel, like, in Mega Constructs, He-Man sets in stores right now, uh, to the best of my knowledge. But there is, like, I think, um, uh, Castle Grayskull. They made Castle Grayskull available online, and it costs, like, I want to say, like, $300 to make the castle or something like that. It was at least $300. So kind of ridiculously overpriced but um but for san diego comic-con they have a a set coming out and this is the battle bones mega construct set now i i definitely remember the battle bones when i was a kid i had the the actual toy and it was like this dinosaur kind of thing it was just the bones of the dinosaur and it would like carry your action figures and your weapons and things like that. So they've uh, they've recreated that as a mega construct set, 
The set is only $30, which is pretty awesome considering that you get this Mega Constructs, you know, Battle Bones thing that you build, and you get four figures. You get uh, Tila, Faker, Mossman, and I think, uh, who's the other one? Is it Man-at-Arms? I think it's Man-at-Arms. Uh, yeah. And because they don't make the Moss Man, you know, have the scent that he had as the uh, as the figure way back when, they include an air freshener, a Moss Man head air freshener that set, smells like the uh, the pine scent. <laughs> so really, I mean, for thirty dollars, like that is a lot of fun, and the thing can carry eight figures. So you've got the four that it comes with, and. I think that there's probably about four that they've put out in the um, miscellaneous Mega Constructs waves. I know um, I know they have He-Man and Skeletor, and I think Beast Man and I don't. I think Tila might be one of them. I can't remember if there's any more than that, but um, yeah, no, this is uh, it's it's a neat little little set that uh, they they made available. And then the other thing that they made was they've got their action figures. And this is a two-pack of He-Man and Prince Adam based on the Mattel comics that came with the action figures. It's um, a box set with both both figures. The, the He-Man is kind of your typical He-Man action figure that, you know, anybody had back then or an updated take on it. The Prince Adam does not look like the cartoon. It doesn't look like the old action figure. It actually does look like the comic version. So you've got like uh, you know a brand new costume, brand new head sculpt. It's um it's pretty neat just because of the fact that this particular figure has never been made like this. They've never made this Prince Adam figure. So that's kind of cool. Um, I, I mean personally like. Prince Adam was always kind of like one of my favorite figures for whatever reason, the uh, the secret identity of He-Man figure. But I just I like it's cool that they made this, but it's also kind of ugly. So you know, I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of He-Man fans that are uh, going to be you know going after this, and I think there's also going to be a lot of He-Man fans that can totally pass on this without any problem. <laughs> I like the fact they make they make the point of oh interchangeable hands and accessories and heads. It's like of course it's the same damn cat, it's the same damn person. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, but but I I know why they do that. Of course, uh, actually, I think I'm more enthralled by that by the uh, Slim Jim Macho Man figure under the bottom, the bottom of the page. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so glad that they. Oh my god! I forgot all about that. But yeah, that thing is amazing. Oh, it is a it is a San Diego exclusive. Yes, that's the reason I saw it, and it's in a little. And you click on the link, it's in the little Slim Jim packaging. Yes, and the accessory that it comes with is Slim Jims to hold. <laughs> yeah, now everything about that is amazing. God, the costume, I just it's so great. Thirty dollars, man. That, yeah. That was that could be a winner. That definitely could be. Oh, okay. So it's kind of a San Diego exclusive. 
you can order it from Entertainment Earth beginning June 18th, but during San Diego, you can buy it at a discounted price. Okay. So it is one of those that's available because obviously Entertainment Earth does tend to get a lot of those. That's cool. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's so amazing. How can uh, you go wrong with the Macho Man? And the uh, Slim Jim. <laughs> Slam it to a Slim Jim. Brother. <laughs> Bone <laughs> saws ready. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Um, take a jump over to Super Seven. We can do Super Seven. You want so you want to do the link that you? Yeah, the um, I just have a link to their Instagram. Yeah, I have it open. I just gotta find it. Um, yeah. Unless I close that one. I know because it takes a link. It takes it to their page. Okay, I got it. Here's the Instagram. So we're looking at their Instagram, or you want to go to the actual website? Oh no! I just want to go to the Instagram. Just it's these are going to be like kind of quick hits. Um, just uh, to kind of mention that, and these are not San Diego San Diego exclusives. They actually have not announced their San Diego exclusives yet. But um, yeah, right now they they've got the He-Man license, and they just. Uh, they just completed a what do you call it? Um, a campaign to produce a like a, a life size, not life size, but an action figure size um, Snake Mountain for six hundred dollars. So they got enough pre-orders, so that's actually going to get made now. Um, but besides that, now they are branching out and making other like seven-inch action figure lines. So. They've got a Voltron. Um, it's the fully formed Voltron with all the lines connected. Uh, comes with a sword and the shields. They can't disassemble. It's just an action figure. I don't. I don't really. I never saw the point of making an action figure of Voltron. You know, I, like to yeah, me, like I, I, yeah, I get it. The, the whole point was to be able to make them. You know, you can't make them. You can't unmake them. It just seems kind of a waste to me. But um, you got that. You've got Toxie from the Toxic Crusaders cartoon from way back when, which was, I guess, kind of based on the um, the Toxic Avenger from Troma. Yep. Uh, I remember that cartoon. I watched that cartoon all the time. The figure looks great, actually. Um, I don't know if there's life for that like series beyond Toxie. I don't know how much draw there is for the the side characters that barely anyone remembers, but it's cool that they're making Toxie. And then probably the um, their their biggest thing would be the Ren and Stimpy action figures. These are they're really well done. It's you know they got Ren and Stimpy. They've got well um, Ren's got multiple heads. Uh, he's got his hat accessory. He's got multiple hands. Uh, a couple other accessories. Stimpy comes with an alternate face, which that's that's weird. Um, he comes with a fez. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stim, um, Ren comes with the fez. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. That's what I'm looking at. I, I just gravitated towards that one. I apologize. Stimpy comes with. <laughs> <coughs> sorry. 
Um, he comes with a fart and he comes with a, uh, I, I don't know, a booger, I think it is. Um, he comes with his, uh, his kitty litter box, uh, a bag of kitty litter, and then, you know, alternate hands and stuff like that. It, it, these are, these are ridiculous. Um, I, 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 I can't even, I can't even understand. <laughs> I, I like, I don't know, like, Ren and Stimpy was kind of one of those things that I kind of watched, but I never loved on the same level as, like, a lot of people I knew loved them. So, like, while I enjoyed them and I understand their cultural, like, popularity, like, I don't know. I don't. I, there's not really a whole lot of joy here for me. And they're individually available for forty dollars each um, for pre-order until Sunday, June thirtieth. So if you want to get it, get your order in before June thirtieth. The window closes forever. It sounds so final, Jim. Yeah, some of those things are pretty neat. I think the the, to- the Toxic Avenger thing is cool. Alrighty then, so I'm still I'm still looking at that Muhammad Ali Superman two pack. <laughs> <laughs> only thirty dollars, Mark. Uh, only, only thirty dollars. It's and it and much more impressive than that Green Lantern Riddler. Oh God! Did you actually look at it? I did. I, of course, I did. I figured you did. <laughs> you know me. I, I know that. Well, I, they're trying to draw you in for ten bucks, but I just could. I no, it's just not much of an appeal to me for that. Uh, but but nonetheless, but yes, if you want to see Hal Jordan in, in a Riddler costume, <laughs> to nine ninety nine in Big Bad Toy Store, go get it while they have it. You know, the one thing that would be somewhat interesting is if you got that and then use like acetone to strip the question marks off of them. So that way you have basically a very light green Green Lantern. <laughs> and then, you know, just paint on the black and the, you know, repaint the mask and everything like that. And it, like I said, you'd have like a completely variant green Green Lantern. That would be pretty neat. But that's about it. It's the customizer in you, Jim. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How can I make this better? That's right. And with yeah. that figure, it doesn't <laughs> – Stevie Wonder probably could make that figure better. <laughs> probably. Uh, well, I mean he would really appreciate it because it would just be a Green Lantern figure to him. <laughs> <laughs> or so they tell him. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's segue briefly. Uh, just like just like the old shows, we, we there are certain stops we have to make and sideshow collectibles usually is one of them. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is like the ultimate question mark for me because it calls to me desperately, but yet there's the the rational part of me that says spending this much money on a, on a friggin' action figure that's just going to sit there is somehow not <laughs> worth it. But I am talking about the six scale uh, figure by Hot Toys of Captain America from Endgame. So this of course features Captain America in his outfit, his uniform from the final battle with Thanos at the end of the movie. So this sucker comes with a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm just trying to pick out the most. I'm just going to talk about the most memorable stuff because it's Captain America. So you pretty much know what you're getting to a certain extent. But oh, oh wait, wait, wait! Spoiler alert for Avengers Endgame. 
if you have not that's right there avengers yes. endgame yeah for for those of you who who have not seen endgame which came out at the end of april and this is going to be the middle of june but if this comes out if you really want to avoid the spoilers then you better like probably forward for like the next five minutes or so uh Maybe eventually we'll put some timestamps on this to make it easier. But yes, this is going to, <laughs> even though this is all over the place and they've been pushing this now and even and advertising and advertising. But yes, there are some spoilers to the to the end of the movie because of the fact of what's included in this figure. So you pretty much can figure out what comes with what you're getting with Cap, generally speaking. But besides, you know, the general Captain America figure with with a shield and everything else. Of course, you get you get Mjolnir so Cap because so Cap can wield it. You get one battle damage Captain America shield. You have one loose Captain America helmet, and you have a the compass with Peggy Carter's face in it. And you get two pieces of Captain America shield remains with battle damage effect. So of course, when this first came out, a lot, most of those things were not. Most of the last things I went over were not visible, because they were the secret. Some, some of these, anyway, were these secret accessories that they always tell you. And, of course, people were speculating what that would be. You knew the hammer was one. The hammer was a given. You knew that. So the question was, was it going to be Stormbreaker? Was it going to be the Broken Shield? You pr- it's Everything pointed to it being one of the two. I'm kind of glad they went with the Broken Shield. It makes more sense based on on that ro- on his role in the movie in that scene. Yeah. It, I mean, I would have kind of been skimping a little to give it Mjolnir. I mean, to give a Stormbreaker too, because it was only a split, like a three-second thing as a gag, mostly why he's why he's holding it. But yeah, but he does wield the hammer and with with the shield, and when the shield gets broken, it's kind of the iconic part because he was will, willing to stand against Thanos on his own to just to find out that he didn't have to. So this sucker is doesn't come out. It's estimated between April and June of next year. So you have plenty of time. To, to expect it <laughs> to begin with mm-hmm. uh, the pre-order price on this well first of all the cost on this is $274 plus what the eventual shipping will be on this uh, the good news is if you do want to get this and this is one of the reasons why it calls to me is that the non-refundable deposit is only $27.50 <laughs> which really that that alone it re- that really is just I mean that's not that's, that's less than some of the those Comic-Con exclusives we just talked about. Mm-hmm. And if you do the four payment plan, that these the payments don't start again until February of 2020, which means you have more than half a year before you have to make another payment. And then pretty much it's, it's $61 and change, almost $62 in four installments to pay off this thing. Plus the shipping, I believe, gets attached to the last payment. This is an awesome Captain America figure. I as, as people who listen to the, the previous incarnation of this show, we know Jim and I talked about this a lot. How I almost got the Civil War one. Really thought about the Civil War one. Uh, I was part of the reason why I was holding out is I really did want to have one because I, we, we kind of always assumed that he would be holding the hammer at some point, <laughs> uh, yeah. or else people would have people would have ride in the streets, or at least some of the serious fanboys would have. But it just and plus they hinted at it even when in of Ultron with him being able to budget a, a bit. This is a great Captain America figure. It is it it's kind of hard not to want to get it if you're a fan of Captain America and you like uh, hot toys in general. It's hard not to. I really I have to make up my mind on this, but I go back and forth. It's really if 
money really were no object, I, I would do it in a heartbeat. But it's still, to me, it's just it's a really awesome action figure that's going to be connected, sitting on a base somewhere. And that's what it is. And I'm going to be spending, like, oh, with shipping, probably over $300 on this thing. Is that really... I know you can make the case it's not any different than a lightsaber or anything else. It's just that, you know that stands there, and even though of course an FX saber will do more, but <laughs> but I don't know. yeah, it, it's hard. It, this is I mean, and, and it's call and it's hard because this is in, probably in all likelihood the last Captain, the last uh, Chris Evans Captain America figure we're ever going to be getting from from Hot Toys. Certainly, anything in continuity, they could obviously do other things if they wanted to, but it's. It's hard not to want to get this figure, but it's still from the price perspective. It, it's it's a it's a puts puts you in a quandary. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely one of the pricier ones. Uh, I, I maybe their prices have just been going up on all of them. Although there's the Spider Man, they call it a Spider Man promo version. It's somewhat, I guess, more bare bones in terms of accessories. It's like two hundred and four dollars. And that's going to be like, I guess, the original costume from the last movie um, that shows up at some point, you know, in the uh, the new movie. Um, so, I mean, I guess, you know, two hundred dollars, it's kind of a kind of a bargain at this point for Hot Toys, uh, you know, sideshow stuff. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, it is pricey. I, I mean, if you're going to buy like a bunch of like Captain America collectibles and stuff like that, then like I just say skip that stuff and put the money towards the nice, you know, the really nice piece. It's like the, the hot toys pieces, like, you know, for some of them, some of them are definitely better than others, but like for some of them, it's almost like having a, museum level hold on one second sorry um yeah like i mean it's it's like a museum quality action figure you know it's it's better than a statue in that you can actually pose it however you want you can get other characters and pose it in like perfect recreations of the movie i like they're so amazing looking i like i like i have two i have two hot toys um actually i don't i think they're both hot toys but um but two like of that level with the, from the sideshow lines and one of them is scarlet witch which i mean like scarlet witch i mean like i'm not like a scarlet witch fan but the figure was so amazingly well made that it was just like this is really cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, like if you want to get a Captain America, you know, figure like that, like one of these, like that's that's one of the coolest ones. It's one of the coolest ones that they've made, and it comes with the hammer. So, I mean, I think you should go for it, but it's definitely you know a decision that you have to make eventually. Yes, eventually the key words because you don't – I mean you cannot make the decision and of course thus the decision gets made for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I I do want to make my decision uh, relatively soon on this. Uh, 
it does make it a lot easier, like I said, because of the payment plan. It does make it a lot easier because you're only putting like $28 down now, and then you don't have to deal with it again until February. So it's not like you have it's not like you have to pay for it right now. It's something you don't deal with till next year. And because it's only you do it in monthly installments, it really isn't that expensive to do. Uh, <clears throat> I am I'm I'm probably going to do it because I, I have wanted one and it this would be the one to get. There's no doubt about that. It, it's certainly worth the wait, let's put it that way. If you've been based on the costume, based on everything Everything hmm. it comes with it. It certainly, if you were, for those who are waiting, if you wanted to get a cap, you know, a Captain America figure, this this is the one. Thor from Infinity War, by the way, is two sixty seven. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know that that's. It's weird that Cap's still so much more expensive than the rest. Then, but. No, that's only seven dollars more. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, Thor's got like a pretty hefty costume uh, whatever uh, I, I'm like like you said I'm splitting hairs over seven dollars so but you um, you're probably are correct some some they probably have been just generally speaking I I think it is true that some of these some of the sideshow ones are are coming up are becoming you know more becoming more expensive so yeah I think yeah because even like the OB, like the I mean compared to like What's the, because the Obi Wan Deluxe figure is two seventy four, so that's the same price as Cap, and that's the one that comes with the holographic Emperor and, and Anakin and and things like that. And that that was another one that I seriously thought about. Yeah. Which actually, technically speaking, it's still on pre order, even though that's I guess obviously it's going to be at the end of their windows. The estimated arrival was between May twenty nineteen and June twenty nineteen, so obviously it's going to be towards the back end if it's still in pre order mode. Yeah. That is the only other one I really thought about. Uh, I wonder if you could get the uh, the payment plan for that still. Uh, yes, actually, because they have a June barely because they have a June fifth. By the time this comes out, maybe not. Uh, June June fifteenth is uh, the deadline for the first installment in July fifteenth. So yes, you could do it, but you, but you're talking about one hundred twenty three dollar payments. So, okay. So it's only a two. It's do they give you? Yeah, they only give you the option of two. Hmm. But that's the only other. Those are the two ones, the two hot toys, and the characters I really, I really would think about. The Ewan McGregor Obi Wan and and uh, comes with Baby Luke too. That one comes with Baby Luke. <laughs> yeah. Um, I sent you a yeah, link. Yes, so I'm going to. I'm going yeah. <laughs> While you were talking like about uh, all. huh? I don't like that one. No, no, I don't think I don't think the head I don't think the head sculpt is that good. It's not. Well, it's not hot toys. I know. I mean, I know it's not hot toys, but I'm just saying. Even even the the sculpt the the the, the body of the, the figure for two hundred bucks. Wow. It's um, pretty cool though. Especially if you're a Flash Gordon fan. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They've got a. It's a Flash Gordon. Um. You know, six scale action figure type thing. It's not as amazing quality as Hot Toys, obviously, but it's still very good. They have a uh, a Ming the Merciless as well. The Ming the Merciless is um, yes, he's awesome. Yeah, I like. God, you could as long as you just make it like somewhat faithful to the original, 
like you're still going to have something amazing. And yeah, the face is, well, the face is pretty good. It's pretty good, but the costume's amazing. The thing, the good thing about with Ming is that it doesn't have to look like Max Van Seedow to look like Ming. You know, you can go back to the class, the classic incarnation of Ming because they all have the same basic facial structure and characteristics and facial yeah. hair. So just so while I think the Flash Gordon fails and pales in comparison because it doesn't look that much like Sam Jones that I think the Ming the Merciless even if you didn't think it looks as much like Max Van Sydow I think it looks enough like Ming where I think it it works <clears throat> to me yeah yeah I, I I agree I agree and like I said you know the costume is so sick that I, I'd give him a pass even though oh. it's supposed to be a, it's supposed to be an authentic like, likeness of Max Van Sydow <laughs> yeah Sorry, Max. <laughs> could be worse. <laughs> could, could be uh, Flash Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> what? No Dale? Come on. Oh. Yeah. No. No Dale, and no. Uh, what was the the winged guy? Oh, oh God. Um. It's embarrassing because I used because I used to watch the original serial, so I know. Obviously, Prince Baron is was Timothy Timothy Dalton, uh, right? Um, Voltar, Zartan. Zartan. No, Zartan was the scientist. You mean no? Uh, hold on. Let me go. Okay, now we now we have to look this uh, up. Now, now we have now we have now we have to look up now we have to look up friggin' Flash Gordon and find a. And fine, but everybody's character's name is like, which is embarrassing because, like I said, I should, I should remember all this. Zarkov, uh, Zarkov was the scientist. Voltan, uh, Voltan, Voltan, Voltan or Zark? Voltan, Volt, Hans Zarkov, and Prince Voltan was the uh, was the wing guy, and Prince Baron was the Robin Hood looking Timothy. He played the Timothy Dalton played character. The original, the original series. I mean, the original serials were, even though how horrible the special effects had to be based on the time. I, I kind of, I thought that that had a little more oomph to it. You ever watched those? Did you, ever- I, you know, I've seen a few. Um, I have not seen enough of them to, for it to like really Resonate. stick with me. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen the movie like a number of times, yep. and I think I watched um, a cartoon. Yes, I think they did have. I believe they did have a cartoon. Yeah, there was the cartoon too. So they used to, back in the day on Channel Thirteen for public, you know, public uh, broadcasting or whatever. The that they that's why I used to watch it when I was a kid because I think they used to play them like late at night. They would play a bunch of those serials back to back, and that's how I got into. I forget which, because obviously there were different. There were different serials. There were Flash. It wasn't just one Flash Gordon thing. They were different. They were. They had a bunch of different ones. So mm-hmm. I don't remember how many I watched, but I do remember that it, it was kind of cool. I mean, so at least now when they talk about you know the, how like Indiana Indiana Jones is based on the cliffhangers and things in, in, the, in the Saturday morning serials or whatever, that's what they're referring to. They're referring to things like Flash Gordon, where all these episodes would always end where everything looking like all oh, these characters are dead just to find out how they sneak away and get out of it in the beginning of the next episode. Yeah. So that that was that that's that's pretty neat and uh, yeah, I always I always. I always liked Flash Gordon, so 
I remember you talking about seeing that movie a bunch of times. We saw to show, and this dates myself, but hey, look, it, I'm already dated, so it doesn't matter. That in sixth in, in sixth grade, I remember it was towards the end. It was towards the end of the the, the year that they had uh, our teacher got a videotape of Flash Gordon, and we watched it. We watched it in class. Mm-hmm. So, so that was pretty. I, that's, so I do remember that. So because I think this, I think this was this, this movie was nineteen. It was nineteen eighty. Yes. So, um, yep. So that's I do I do kind of remember that. So good times. I remember. Um, there was a, another podcast that I've mentioned a million times before. Uh, it's a uh, Big Kev's Geek Stuff, and. Like years ago, like they're like they've been going for like 11 years and they've got like over 500 episodes out. But like way back, like before episode 100, they had um, the uh, they had the main characters from the Flash Gordon movie, Sam. Uh, let's see. Jones. Right? Sam Jones and. um, um What's her name? Um, Dale. Dale, Dale. Yeah, the well, the one that played Dale. Um, oh, Mel- Melody Anderson. Okay. So yeah, right, Melody Anderson. Um, and they were answering questions and things like that. So, you know, like I at the time was also watching the new Flash Gordon TV series, which only lasted like a season on the WB or CW or whatever it was called back then. And I, I knew that Sam Jones had like a cameo in the first episode. And like, um, so I asked him about it. I'm like, you know, I'm like, so I'm like, what was up with that? Like you actually had a cameo in, you know, in the, the show. So he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, do you, do you, did you notice the name of my character in the TV show? And I'm like, I'm like, actually, I'm like, I have no idea. He's like, well, my name in the TV show was Crab. Oh, for Buster Crab. Yes. He's like, and that was kind of like the, you know, the um, the Easter egg referencing Buster Crab. He said, he's like, when I was doing the Flash Gordon movie, Buster Crab came to me and, you know, kind of like passed the torch to me. You know, like, you know, he came, he shook my hand, he said, you know, you know, good luck. He's like, so when, you know, the, the new kid was doing Flash Gordon, he's like, I kind of like got to, you know, pass the baton to him, too. He's like, so it was, it was kind of nice. So I like that. That story just always sticks with me that, uh, you know, he was he was so like, you know, happy that like the character that he played also paid homage, uh, homage to you know, the character, that, the actor that came before him. That's a cool story. Yeah, pretty neat. But now that we've been going off on a Flash Gordon <laughs> tangent, wasn't even on our original notes. Uh, was there anything else from Sideshow you wanted to mention? or? Uh, no, I think the, the cap was was the main thing on my brain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're probably going to order it, so... Probably best to just order it now. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back, people. No. Yeah. <laughs> you talk, talk uh, amongst yourselves. The um, 
there's a Supergirl six uh, six scale action figure. It's based on the uh, the CW show Supergirl, and this thing has been in pre order for I, I would say it has to have been over a year now, and the original pre order like the um, the pictures that they have for it, like the costume's great. The face sculpt looks, I, I mean. Almost nothing like Melissa Benoist, or however you pronounce her last name. Um, but I, I went on the the website or the Facebook page for the company that is making it, and they basically said like the reason that it's taking so long is because they're redoing the face sculpt so that people actually want to buy it. So I think I did hear about that actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's good news if you're looking for a Supergirl six scale action figure. That's true. Yeah. So um, you got some pop news. I, was gonna, I figured we should swing back and do some of your stuff, but if you want me to do the pop stuff now, I'll do the pop stuff. I have no problem. Yeah, because I I, I want to like I'm gonna just kind of blow through a lot of that stuff pretty quick. Okay. So, I want to talk about some pop news because, again, it's, it's, it's our toy show. We always talk about at least something on Sideshow. And you and I always talk about some pops that mm-hmm. either are coming out or we've, got, we've just gotten and this, that, and the other thing. So, I've been – I haven't been going Chad crazy with pops, but I have ordered a bunch of pops and things of that nature on Big Bad Toy Store lately just so I could throw it all on Jim's favorite place, the pile of loot. <laughs> <laughs> so of the things that I pre-ordered that have already arrived, uh, well, Nebula wasn't a pre-order. I just I like Neg- Nebula so much from Endgame. I figured I want that pop, so she was already out there. So I added her after the fact. I have the uh, the Game of Thrones five-star Daenerys Targaryen with little Drogon. That's a great figure. Mm-hmm. I don't care how they ruin that character. I, I love Daenerys, and I'm and, I, and I'm and I'm going to continue to support Daenerys, uh, which, which will lead to some other pre-orders I have. Uh, but that's ready. To, that's ready to go. I have Spider-Man: Far From Home uh, in the hero suit pop. Uh, that pop is available, and I have Quint from Jaws came in, which kind of really uh, that made me happy. So that's the cool. only thing that probably is going to arrive before I have to ship these things, even though there's a chance there could be more. But the only other thing that's out there in my pre-orders is that's likely to arrive, I think, is Mysterio. Uh, not the glow-in-the-dark one, which I guess Chad got, I think, which was the Walmart, I think, exclusive. Which is basically the same figure, just glows in the dark. And considering that these pops don't really seem to ever really glow that well in the dark, unless maybe you stick it completely under a light and stick it in complete darkness, yeah. I don't go crazy over it. It would be a cool feature if you could find it, all things being equal. But I have that Mysterio uh, from Spider-Man Far Far From Home. That should be arriving in the second quarter. I also did order the Season 7 Daenerys Targaryen pop, which which probably is still the best outfit Daenerys ever wore with that winter coat. The one the one she wore at the at the end of season eight was pretty good too, and you know when she was riding Drogon and doing the uh, before her Nuremberg rally. That, that all that all black outfit was pretty neat too, but the winter coat was probably the best. I think that was the best. For some reason, that thing is still on pre-order, even though it's a season season seven pop. That's also supposed to arrive in the second quarter. And the other thing that I ordered, <laughs> which is not supposed to arrive to the third quarter. Speaking of being in, wearing the black outfit and speaking of burning down the city. 
is the Daenerys on Drogon from C- from uh, season eight, which is otherwise known as the extra crispy version. Since <laughs> she says she's got smoke and soot on her face from Dro- and Drogon spitting fire. So, oh man, hashtag still my queen. <laughs> but that'll be awesome if I'm gonna get one figure with Drogon and Daenerys together. It would be. I would have preferred season seven, obviously, for for peace of mind. <laughs> but and and maybe they'll still give that to us after the fact. They figure they want no pun intended. They want to strike where the iron is hot. Uh, so I, I just thought that was too cool to pass up, and it's like okay. Uh, mm-hmm. so. Did you did you like that figure, the new Daenerys or <laughs> too soon? <laughs> I, I mean, I, you know, I, like I'm getting like way out of pops. Um, that one, Shut your it mouth. was, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was neat. Um, I, I mean, it, it was, it was neat. Like they, they've been doing a lot more of the, like, um, the scenes, like the pop scenes and things like that. Yes, those, those are kind of neat. Uh, where they recreate the different scenes, um, you know, but. They haven't really done, I think, too much with that with the Game of Thrones. You know, like they've done the the pop rides, but you know, as far as like actual scenes, I think that that might be a little cooler to see. Um. <laughs> what, what Daenerys toasting innocent people? <laughs> I, I, maybe, maybe. Well, I guess they couldn't really do her toasting the Golden Company too, but maybe like toasting like a like a. Much of a color, a scorpion or something. <laughs> I have a uh, have a John Snow and Daenerys, you know, two pack. An action, an action scene, yeah. With, 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 well, there's only so much look of stun, of st- of stunned amazement you can put on a pop to begin with, but to stick a little dagger in her, in her. In her hey, listen, honestly, if I'm if I was getting anything, and I'm not, but if I was gonna get anything, then it would absolutely be Arya with the Night King. Yeah, that is true. That would that's that's kind of like that's like the one of the coolest moments. So, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it, uh, I'm even though we know they're se- they're selling a, a new mountain, you would think that a hound mountain two pack would be a natural <laughs> <laughs> going through the wall. Yeah, like blood, bloody, bloody pop eyes and, and his spear and like a sword or something. God. But well, I get a better one. How about a Jamie Cersei two pack buried under the rubble? Oh God, God! <laughs> Just like you have two hands sticking out. <laughs> It'd be the easiest <laughs> one to make. Well, that's 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 an easy one for customizers. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Um, no, I mean if we're talking about pops. I think probably the thing that I am most just most excited to see one day, just to see a picture of it, like you know, or see it in reality, is the uh, the Kool Aid Man pop. <laughs> just what com- coming through the wall? Yeah, no, it's just they just they have a Kool Aid Man pop that's going to be coming out. Like it's just him. I mean, you could customize him breaking through a wall, but I I just I think that's. Uh, that's probably one of the best ones that they've done in a while. It, it, the character like lends itself so well to uh, to the pop, the, yeah, the pop features. I think but. that's probably true. I mean, he is naturally round anyway. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, he's got giant eyes and you know, giant round eyes and stuff. Uh, yeah, he would be. An, he actually would be a natural, wouldn't he? Yeah, I think so. But you know, it's out there for people that want it. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Okay, so this was it. This past weekend? Um, no, the weekend before past. Okay, so the weekend before last, um, I went to two conventions. Oh, did you have anything else that you wanted to? No, that's fine. That's okay, good. good. I wanted to make sure, you know. No, you didn't, you didn't cut me off with the knees. You're good. <laughs> Bastard. Okay. <laughs> you're, out of, you're out of time. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so I went to two conventions this past, well, the weekend before past, and one of them was just kind of a local convention that, you know, there's some uh, some artists, you know, and a bunch of vendors and stuff like that. Um, so not really anything too amazing to talk about. Like, there were a couple of things, like, you know, they had a ton of pops. Honestly, they had a lot of pops. They had a lot of pops that just were not moving. So, like, I don't know, like... The money in selling pops is selling the new ones, like selling the pops that just came out. Like if you have like a huge supply, a huge stock of older pops, I, I don't, I don't think that's gonna work out well for you. You mean Chad stocking up on old, an old brand in the wheelchair right before they announced new brand in the wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Damn. I mean, if, if he got it for ten bucks, then hey, that's great. If he spent more than ten dollars, then mm, that kind of stinks. Well, he got it to sell, I think, or trade. So that either way, it's probably not going to work out well. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely not. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, just the whole concept of of buying and selling them. Like, I think, you know, I don't, I don't think that they're going to just, they're not going to fade away like Beanie Babies because they have too many licenses, and too many of the licenses that that they have. The pops are like literally the only merchandise that's ever come out for that particular property. So, you know, like if you like the Breakfast Club, like literally the only merchandise you will ever be able to buy is like a Funko Pop for it. You know, or I don't know if they made um, those uh, reaction figures for that movie, but, you know, that you get my point. Like that's that's it. And so for those kind of things, I think, yeah, absolutely, those are going to retain their value. I think a lot of the the Simpsons action figures, like, they've never reissued Simpson action figures, like the Simpson Pops. And there's still, like, I mean, that show's been running for a million years at this point. There's a lot of Simpson fans, and those Simpson Pops still go for quite a bit of money. And even if Funko Pops, like, the market crashed completely there would still be Simpson fans going after Simpson Pops. So, yeah, I think that, you know, Funko Pops still are, you know, going to be going for a while. I think the values of any of the stuff that they either continually put out or put out new versions of and things like that, you know, like they put they had there's a, like say there's this one Homer Simpson and it's the original Homer Simpson, and that one goes for $200. Okay, great. Well, they put out a Homer in a Moomoo. That's completely different. 
you know, people still want their original Homer Simpson. If they put out another original Homer Simpson where his arms were bent or his eyes were a little, you know, squintier or something like that, then that would, you know, dramatically drop the price of the original Homer Simpson. And with Funko, you kind of have that option around every corner. So, yeah, I mean, for long-term investment purposes, I don't think that, you know, Funko Pops are the way to go. But, yeah, at that convention, like I said, I didn't see a lot selling, but I am sure that, you know, if you went to, you know, I don't know, (coughs) a Walgreens, a Target, any of those stores, I'm sure they're selling a bunch of brand-new Pops. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of other takeaways that I could really do from that convention. The other convention was the Five Points Fest in Brooklyn, and that was amazing. (coughs) Sorry. Now, that is more designer toys, and let's see, you've got the designer toys, you've got indie comics to some extent. That was much, you know, much smaller representation this year much bigger emphasis on the toys nowadays and just like urban artists. And then there was also pins and like, there's a huge beer contingent and a somewhat small food truck contingent. They used to have a lot more focus on that kind of stuff in the older incarnations, but the show is only three years old, so it keeps on evolving. The thing that I love about this convention is that there's so much like creativity and things that you've never seen before that somebody just kind of like, you know, these you got young people that just throw anything at the wall and sometimes it sticks and sometimes it doesn't. And when it sticks, like you see these projects that they create that are just so amazing that, you know, it's going to launch their career and, you know, in five years, like, they're going to be charging, like, you know, thousands of dollars for their, you know, custom works or whatever like that in the art show. So some of the the things that I kind of discovered this time around were um, a one one artist was uh, his name is Fifth Turtle. Uh, if you search on Instagram, it's the number five. T-H-T-U-R-T-L-E, so Fifth Turtle, and he has, like, this little, like, skeleton guy in a hoodie that's kind of neat, but he sculpted this new thing. It's called Angie. It's an, uh, I guess that's an an angler? Is that what they call those things? Um, it's the fish that, that has, like, the little, like, light thing that shoots out of their head and hangs in front of them. Yeah, I, I honestly I don't remember the name of the, the actual fish, but he he created a sculpt of this fish, and it's a really solid sculpt. He cast a bunch of you know resin versions of it, and those were all going for like twenty five dollars. And you know what? That's pretty neat. Okay, cool. Then he had another version which. He took one of those cast copies and he sculpted it down so that it looked like the skeleton of the original mold. And then he made a mold of that, cast a bunch of copies, and he put those copies 
he cast the the skeleton inside a clear version of the original mold. So what you get is a double cast uh, designer toy, and it essentially is the original mold, but you can see now the skeleton inside, which like creates this really cool effect. This thing was so well done. Like this guy started, I don't know, like a year ago, it looks like. And from where he started to where he is now, like he's doing things with resin that, you know, it, it, people take years and years and years to learn. Um, very, very impressive looking stuff. So that's uh, he was definitely like the the favorite that I discovered at this this show. Um, uh, somebody else that's been doing it for a while. I actually had heard about this from uh, one of my wife's coworkers at first, but I, I saw him for the first time at this convention, and his name is Mr. Mars. He does a lot of designer type customs and things like that. His whole like, um, I guess motif that he does is kind of like melting things. Like the things look like they're melting. Sometimes they actually are. Sometimes like he carves it out and then like melts something else onto it to make it look like it's melting. I got to like look at some of these pieces like up close and after he melts them, then he like kind of hits them with like either an airbrush or spray paint to get like these like nice rainbow colors, uh, metallics, shimmering, you know, colors and things like that. Uh, really great effect. He's got um, some custom Dunny pieces, the Dunny being the designer uh, toy uh, platform that a lot of people like to customize. And he had them kind of like coming out of um, spray paint cans that he had like kind of cut open and peeled the metal back to make it look like the Dunny was coming out of the can with his drippy style. So it's actually a really neat effect. He's at, um, uh, Mr. no spaces. And, uh, just a cool artist to check out. Um, the, I, I, very, very, very colorful. And, and I like this and I like his website. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's neat. It's very neat. Like you said, very colorful. Um, a little pricey, because, you know, every piece is one of a kind and handmade and takes a bunch of time to do. So, like, everything that I saw at his table was, like, out of my price range. But still just very cool to look at. Um, I only actually bought one piece at the entire convention. And that was from One-Eyed Girl. Um, now, that's uh, One-Eyed Girl storeenvy.com and this is an artist that I have come across um, once before it was at the first five points which I guess now is three years ago because they just sell I had the third one it, she has this style where the what she sculpts it's all like original sculpts they have like these big giant eyes and the like the eyelids are kind of like semi you know closed to make them look like they're kind of out of it 
<laughs> like I don't. Know. It is unique. It is unique. Yeah. So they're like they're kind of out of it, but it's still kind of cute. And the paint jobs are kind of like uh, I don't know. It's 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 very difficult to describe. It's not it's not like the ultra bright and colorful. Um, it's more like um, uh, almost pastel colors uh, is what what she goes for. Uh, but yeah, like a lot of her stuff is just, it's just so neat looking and unique and just appealing. Uh, I ended up getting this, honestly, I don't even know what it is, but it's, it kind of looks like a sea creature kind of thing where it's got like this, um, segmented shell on its back and it walks with a candy cane and it's like red and white colors. So I mean, for me, it's a it's a designer toy that also fits into a holiday theme for decorating purposes. So that's kind of usually what I end up buying these days: stuff that I can collect and also use to decorate for the holidays. Smart plan. <laughs> um, one uh, one other thing that I found was uh, this guy. I don't know if this is something that was around in the original line as a, you know, piece of art or something like that, but the guy's name uh, on Instagram is Bareticus, B-A-R-R-E-T-T-I-C-U-S, and he, he, like, 3D designed this character. It's like a sidekick to Leatherface from the Ninja Turtles. And it's a lobster. It's like a little mutant lobster. So it's a little bit bigger than way back when the Ninja Turtles like gave you a um, what do you call it? A um, like a sidekick character that was unpainted. Right. A little bit bigger than that, but you know it's it's cast in one color, um, red, just like those sidekicks were cast. And, like, the details on this character are just, I don't know, it's so, so funny. It was so cool looking. He designed, like, a full package to make it look like it fit with the regular Ninja Turtles. I like the, like I said, the sculpting, the design work and everything on this, the packaging, the whole thing together is just phenomenal looking. Um, The character's name is Mumbo Gumbo. So, uh, just really cool. And then he has like a, like a sticker that's like, you know, the character in, you know, like fully rendered colors and everything like that. I said to him, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm like looking at the sticker and looking at the figure. I'm like, I kind of want to just paint it. I just want to paint it to look like the, uh, the sticker. Cause the sticker is such a vibrant, cool picture. But, um, yeah, like there was there was a number of like Ninja Turtle type stuff along these lines. Somebody had um, what do you call it? Like uh, Ninja Turtles based on Frankenberry from you know the cereal. Um, yes. There was uh, like the Yummy Mummy. There was um, Yummy Blueberry. Was it? No, it was no, no Blueberry. No, I get no. You're right. There was Booberry. It was a Ninja Turtle Booberry, 
And then there were like other like there was um, RoboCop, Ninja Turtle, which was basically a variation of Metalhead, um, and uh, different things like that. None, none of that stuff. Like, I mean, I, I do like looking at the Ninja Turtle like custom stuff, and this Mumbo Gumbo character was awesome. The the other stuff from that, you know, the other guy that was making that stuff, nothing really like was so clever in its, you know, combination. Where I'm like, oh my god, that's amazing. You know, like mixing a Ninja Turtle with, you know, Frankenberry. And I think they probably used the the sculpt where one of the guys was dressed up as Frankenstein or something like that. So it's not really a stretch for the sculpt. You know, the guy just kind of cast it in sure. pink resin and, you know, called it a day. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then there was another guy that I saw who really well-priced. He sold these, uh, like, Ninja Turtle action figures they none of them had any um articulation or anything and they were 3d printed and like you could tell that they were 3d printed because like you could see all the the print lines uh yeah kind of a kind of a deal breaker but they were ninja turtles with the the cutaway so that you could see the skeleton and the um the organs and everything like the just like the just like those great X-ray figures we never yes got. yeah uh, which uh, I yeah give me one minute on those but <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so yeah I mean like it was a great concept and I'm sure that the original design of these things was probably better than the finished product and if the guy had actually printed it from like a either a nicer printer. Or had gone in and cleaned up the thing and then made resin copies. Like, it really would have been a nice piece. But, I mean, I can't really complain too much because the price they were selling them for. Like, there were two options. You could get one on a card in a, you know, like a plastic shell. And the presentation was pretty nice for, like, $30. And then, or maybe that was 25 And then for, like, $5 cheaper... You could get the same action figure just in a bag with a header card. So, I mean, like, price-wise, like, you know, yeah, you can't beat that. But, yeah, if it was resin, like, it just could have been so much nicer looking. (sighs) Unfortunately, can't have everything. Exactly. Now, the, the one last thing that I will mention is that the one piece that I bought when I went at was at the other convention was one of those XX rays figures. <laughs> Did you end, ever end up getting any of them? No, because the ones I had pre-ordered on Big Bad Toy Store all got canceled. I'm actually looking now on eBay, looking at all the ones I. Did you see the SpongeBob ones are funny as hell? I, why? What's what's with the SpongeBob ones? Just it's just weird seeing those characters. Have oh, well, yeah. Uh, and actually, if you look on the sideshow site, they have some of these sculpts like a little bit bigger as actual statues. Oh, yeah, really? but they're more money. I mean, obviously, I saw they have a uh, like a metallic Superman one for one twenty-five. So I, I can't really. I, I don't know how you justify that. 
Because they're so small. Well, I mean, the, the figures themselves are pretty small. I don't know how big the, the statues... I guess I should probably... Well, the statue, I'm assuming, would be bigger, too. I'm, I'm, I just meant... I meant the fig. I meant the figures. The figures are so small. Even even the, like spending, like, 20-something bucks on that is nuts. But then you look at some, some of the price for... The one Marvin the Martian one I saw so far is like seventy bucks, which is actually one of the most, probably the most expensive one that I found. And that's the actual figure. Yeah, that was wow. the figure. Jeez. Meanwhile, you can get Killer Croc for twenty bucks, which is which by far seemed to be the okay. Here's here's a Marvin the Martian, which is which is thirty five ninety nine at least. So at least that's at least that's a little more. Yeah. Uh, you know that's that's fairly understandable though because the Marvin the Martian I think is probably a more recognized well it's definitely a more recognized character than Killer Croc and I'm sure and actually True. And more yeah and also people. I'm sure that Marvin the Martian probably was circulated on more mainstream sites than Killer Croc was that's now yeah. what. I was gonna say they have a, I just noticed somebody was selling a set of three: the Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman for sixty bucks. Okay. Um, the what you call it? Yeah. So the XX rays on Sideshow. These are these are vinyl collectibles. Um, the Superman that I'm looking at right now has a metallic colorway. It almost looks like. Um, oh. Like a kind of modern, going for a vintage colorway look. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, that definitely is definitely is for especially for uh, Superman. It's a it's a really unique. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's definitely great. Yeah. A great color scheme. Now they're charging 119 dollars for this, and it's 10 inches. So a 10 inch piece in vinyl. That is – that's definitely – you know, you could definitely expect to pay that easy. So that's that's not too bad if you want a larger version of it. Now, what I ended up getting was the the small little one of the Superman with the classic colors. Do you yeah. remember that one? Yes, I do. Um, the colors on this thing are so gorgeous. It's just like – the best shade of red, the best shade of blue. Um, you got the little yellow belt in there. Uh, the only, like, literally, like, the only downside is that he doesn't have the same curl that, say, that giant 10-inch version has. Um, but, I mean, beyond that, it's just, it's such a cool-looking figure. And, you know, and I, I did not get, I, I got this for less than $20 because the guy gave me a deal. But, um... You know, like, it's so neat looking. If the colors were not as cool looking as they were, like, this would really be a nice piece to customize into a Green Lantern Superman. But, it, yeah, it's it's just it's just so, you know, the colors are just so perfectly chosen. The only thing that I might change is the eyes. Because the way that the eyes are just, like, all black like that is kind of weird. Yeah, it is. Uh... And on all, yeah, it's 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 not one of the good things with from the design perspective of the X-ray figures. It's yeah. Just... But um, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna take this picture from this website 
and uh, edit it later to see how it would look like with, you know, normal eyes or something like that. So that uh, that's a fairly easy conversion. Yes, you certainly would think it would yeah. be. For you, certainly it would Yeah. I, I, I think for most people. But in any case, so yeah, so that's uh, – that's what I got on that. Yeah, like it, it's it's cool if I you know if I ever saw any others like they had Killer Croc there, they had a few others. You know, I, I never really had much interest in getting the Green Lantern one, uh, except for the Golden Age Green Lantern because that one was really neat. Yeah, the Alan Scott one was yeah. good. So, uh, you got anything else? I don't think so. I think for I think for today that that's I think we covered a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think we've been talking long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody tuned out like an hour ago. Yeah, maybe not, especially once it gets all edited together. <laughs> uh, everybody tuned out thirty minutes ago. <laughs> uh, better. <laughs> More better, accurate, yes. yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, you, you're better with the the sign off stuff than I am. Or is there anything else you want to mention? Push before we do? Not the- really. I think, uh, I, but by the time by the time I'm finally ready to get anything else underway, we'll probably be ready for the next episode. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably yeah. so. All right, so the best way to contact us is lantern is lanterncast at gmail.com. Our website is lanterncast.com. You can follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Use hashtag GLCast to locate us on those. iTunes and Stitcher, whichever platform you listen to us on, please leave us a positive review. And last but not least, 708 Lantern is the voicemail, and let us know what you think. And for Jim and I, probably the next time we will be back will be pre-birth, probably. Let's just say... Let's just say conservative to, conservatively, probably between now and the end of the summer, we'll probably have something recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, September would be the would be the outlier, but either way, let's just say from July through September, we'll we'll at least do uh, we'll at least have a pre-birth. It was that, we chose to do the toy stuff because we had stuff that we've been talking about anyway. It seemed a little like Jim said a little more timely to do this and topical. So that's why we did what yeah. we did. And I think uh, maybe. In, during the fall, we'll shoot for the fall to have another episode of this. So, like we said, you know, let us know what you think. If you have any, like, toy news or discussion or something that you got that you're, like, especially amazed by and you want to spread the word about it, by all means, please let us know and we will discuss it on the next episode. Absolutely. We want your feedback. Yeah. So I guess that's it for now, right, my Sounds friend? Sounds good. It's always always fun. Always fun. It is. It is always fun. So good night, everybody. So long. <laughs>